This experience is best with headphones. This is a program in partnership with Open and Clear Broadcasting. For more information and additional programs, visit us at openandclear.com. For any questions you would like us to focus on, comments about the show, inquiry about advertising with us, or just want someone to talk to, please visit us there at openandclear.com. You are listening live to ACIM Gather, a gathering for A Course in Miracles students and teachers. For more shows and information, visit ACIMGather.com. I am your lunch hour's host. Reverend Devin Devine, your conscious spirit coach in Cicerone to experiencing firsthand what is God. For more information about me and what I can do for you, visit openandclear.com. That's O P E N A N D C L E A R.com. different subject and approach. Ultimately, each and every single one of them have the same lesson that God would have you learn. To eventually open up and receive first-hand experience of what is truth, what is love, and what is that which is God. what spirit has in store for us today as we tune in to this spiritual lunch hour broadcasting live from Utah, USA.
so many things I could bring up, so many things I could talk about. It seems as if it's endless variations of possibilities in which I feel like to speak about, I could just speak about anything. <laughs> and do I ever know what I'm going to be talking about? Do I ever plan any of this? Do I have things written out or somehow points to get to? No, no, that's not, you know, that's not up to me. Uh, I, you, a lot of people are fans of this A Course in Miracles scripture that does say, you know, I don't need to worry about what to do or what to say, for he who sent me will direct me. And I take that very literally, and it is a practice, and it's very good with ACM Gather here, is that if you can actually come here and practice not preparing for anything and just training yourself to tune in and allow the spirit and and helping and training your mind to translate it to a a way that is conducive to somewhat at least your understanding <laughs> it doesn't matter if anybody else gets it but if you get it you know that's a noble stepping stone for the awakening process that is a required course in our lives. So while we come here, and as I'm sitting here in front of you, I have no idea where I'm going to go with this today. I have no idea. I could be given subjects and I can find meaning in my life and, you know, I can f tell you about stories. I can, I can go with whatever means that is coming to my mind. And yet, if I have what this, this, these thoughts that somehow say, no, I shouldn't talk about that, or I should avoid that subject, or no, I don't want to reveal that about me, you know, often these fearful thoughts and ideas ha I, would restrict my ability to communicate, would restrict my ability to translate, would my, you know, would restrict my ability to actually come from spirit. Sure, I can have some select subjects that I often grab onto when I'm in front of a crowd of people t teaching or if I'm on the station uh, teaching or, or whatever it might be. I, m I might have a select topics or anything. Often, usually questions that... Uh, you know, it seems popular questions, you know, like what is the purpose of life and, and the illusion of the world and, and how and what is the, the spiritual universe? And, and, and you know, th this helps. This helps as well. But uh, I like to use the Holy Spirit quite literally as uh, most understandably as, as my secretary that I n do not uh, keep track of anything, really. <laughs> I, uh, I more or less give it up to spirit, and by means I say, uh, literally, if I'm given a thought, and I think this is inspirational, I think this is nice, oh, great, and uh, maybe I should talk about this later. I, 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 I pretty much, in my mind, turn to spirit, and I say, you know, if you want me to talk about this, you talk about it through me. You are in charge of what I talk about. Uh, I know I don't have to worry about what to say because I just screw things up. I just keep messing things up every time I try and do something and every time I'm trying to be here. Uh, yet, uh, if you do it through me, 
then I don't have to worry about what to say or what to do. If you pour through me, then I don't, I'm not concerned with which direction I'm going, but that in fact I will go and do whatever you do through me, whatever you teach through me. And I know that even though it seems as if I'm teaching others and uh, trying to or attempting to inspire others, that really I just feel the inspiration in myself. Even when I feel others' faces light up as if I somehow spark something in them, that, it, that simply sparks something in me. That simply awakens something in me that's like, oh, yes, I, I, I feel like a confirmation of their spirit is con confirming with my spirit that there is actually an occurrence happening here and that there is actually something in which we can progress to heaven together occurring in this moment. And while I am training to uh, understand and translate and comprehend uh, this spiritual nature of the universe, I am training my mind to recognize it everywhere and recognize it in everyone. So I turn to my brothers and I turn to my sisters and I, if I see the light shining in them, if I see quite literally God looking upon me saying how well done I have been doing and, and, and I feel this joy in their eyes, not, not as if it's separate, but simply in my own self, in my perception of what is occurring. And often you could be doing this even as you hear me or, or be hearing others on ACM Gather and Awakening Together, that we are here to not only inspire each other, but the fact that we feel the inspiration ourselves is why we desire to inspire each other. And maybe, you, maybe you've uh, seen this in your life. I don't know what stage you might be in your life. But uh, that maybe you've seen that you've said something inspirational just at the end of a conversation, maybe. You say some word or something, or, or it's all love or something, you know. And you see someone light up. And, and really, this is the spirit attempting to inspire you to go down that direction. And uh, the, what we are doing here in ACIM Gather and Awakening Together and stuff is really being that uh, confirmation for you that, uh, you know, if you need validation that you're going down the right path. And I can t attest to you right now that if you are feeling inspired, inspired at all, really, if you are uh, somehow... Uh, feeling joyful down that if it somehow you know as some use the word uh, generates an element of bliss in your being then please not not only follow that but that is is where the spirit is leading you is guiding you down that road and you might be in a stage of your following guidance uh, that you might be actually guided to go down roads that seem very scary uh, that seem to challenge your belief in the Spirit and in God. And this is perfectly noble as well. I did this often uh, as I was traveling on my five-year uh, vision service mission, and I was challenged with uh, this financial aspect of having the support I needed, of, of even good, having a bed to rest on, or 
a roof over my head even for a day. Uh, and then the food aspect of the whole thing. I mean, this really challenged, uh, to me, this really challenged myself and in, in that I, you know, is God there for me? Is spirit there for me? Am I there for me in this body? Am I going to look after? Do I actually have to worry about these needs? And, you know, it's, you know, I can go off on the philosophical aspects of this and comprehending it and all this stuff, but until you actually challenge yourself and, and really you, you won't know for sure. You won't know for sure the, the exact answer of your question. Sure, I can, I can give myself a conceptual understanding and the Spirit can give me some, some inspirational teaching of, of telling me how I really don't need food and I really don't need to worry about anything and all this stuff. But if I don't find out that that is true myself then I will not actually believe those words. Oh, sure, sure, I can say them over and over and over again, and I can actually, you know, you know, somehow say it in a different way with different thoughts and different metaphors and, and really get all beautiful and, and inspire others and their eyes light up and all this stuff, and, and they, they feel more inspired and, and, and everything and and yet if I do not take it in myself if I do not do it myself and it may be going and doing something maybe traveling like I did it may be going and and trying something new it may be it may be refraining from doing something it may be meditating more and literally not doing anything that what is and as the word is used often of path that you are on is referring to that every path leads to the same place and yet we're all here to train our individual aspects of our own mind. So while we are the entirety of the Christ mind, you have different lessons to learn than I have different lessons to learn. However, when we do and return and as we can experience, the oneness of our actual reality of Christ, these lessons will be shared together, that you learned your lessons perfectly. I learned mine perfectly. And that guy over there, that girl over there, they learned theirs perfectly. And this is what's so wonderful, is that even the talents they learned from that and the skills that they received, these are all shared in the oneness of Christ, that you can tap in and tune in to any talent and any knowledge that the Christ has experienced in any form and in any way. And if this is good for you to uh, finally realize and admit, then this is one stepping stone to finally admitting that you are the Christ, to finally realizing that you are the all-powerful creator of all the universe, then so be it. Because regardless of what seems to be occurring in life and how it seems to be bodies and you seem to have had a life of limitation and breaking out of it and feeling, oh, I've had moments of miraculousness and moments of, you know, I've had an holy instant, you know, 10 years ago. I had a holy instant uh, last month, you know, and, and not really realizing and putting into the the actual experience 
of the holy instant in each and every instant. And the intensity of that is just so dramatic for some minds to grasp. For we are all here, ultimately every path leading up to the same point of the mountain, to the same experience of returning to the same one mind. Yet what you believe and what you have been trained in your life to believe uh, is, is quite literally establishing your lessons. And so while we're slowly learning each lesson that we need and, and slowly learning how to come closer to God and, and we're using things like ACM Gather to, to train ourselves not only to uh, find inspiration but to accept inspiration in this moment and in every moment that we're training ourselves to, to be this conduit not only of love but quite literally the, the dissolving of our bodies to the presence of God here, the presence of God right in this moment, right now, that what all that those things that I was taught and told and regurgitated, this information of, of saying how there's illusions and the body is an illusion and how it's not real and, and all this stuff and, oh, even guilt is not real. But now you have firsthand experience of it yourself and you you put it into a practical application of your life to now what those things that were your weaknesses those things that you did not you were not good at yourself are now balanced out and simply your strengths that they are made your strengths and you use them now to teach yourself to use even those things that you thought were your talents to now expand beyond those. And we are literally evolving not only consciousness, but everything that you think is real. That we are actually evolving this entire aspect of the creation of the holy spiritual universe. Oh yeah? You tell him, bud. Yeah, you tell him. <laughs> sure you can uh, you can in theory understand how evolution would be impossible and especially if uh, we're going to the same path of going back to the completion of God and so why would we even be evolving consciousness why would we even be learning why would we even be going through a course? The aspects of time in which is the purpose of time to divide up the entirety of our experience so that we can not as if we're learning something or not that we're experiencing something that we haven't. It's that we can know firsthand each and every thought each and every experience that we do have firsthand. So while we might have a thought of bodies and a thought of a universe and a world uh, alone, an island unto itself in the spirit or in the space system, this is a thought that, that we now choose to know ourselves firsthand. Okay, Trey Trey. You singing for everybody? Yeah, this is a manifesting generator. 
they like to make noise in the background when things are talking and to keep it moving. Yeah, because generators talk best with noise in the background. <laughs> mm. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. I know each and every moment has brought me to this single moment. I know my entire life has arranged perfectly to bring about this exact experience. And while I might see illusions and I might see truth, I am not concerned with anything but seeing you. I choose to recognize you today. I choose to recognize you in this moment. I choose to accept you in my life. <laughs> I choose to accept your spiritual guidance. I choose to accept. I choose to accept. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Too loud. Plug it up. If you're going to be too loud over here, you're going to have to go sit over there. Or go play with your toys. You know daddy's recording. This is a program in partnership with Open and Clear Broadcasting and ACIMGather.com. Find out more at O-P-E-N-A-N-D-C-L-E-A-R.com.
So while there are many aspects to life and creation, we really can't suggest that somehow we can comprehend all reality in simply one statement. However, we will try to do just that. And simplicity is the order of, of the spirit and the purpose of the spirit. However, uh, the, re the regard of using simplicity, excuse me, is definitely complex because of what it is using it and why it is necessary in the first place. Mm. Mm. While there is a misunderstanding, simplicity and the statement of simplicity of the answer of the universe and how to heal your mind ultimately generated from that same one category, that same one statement of the complexity of life makes it seem as if it needs to be applied to each and every area, each and every situation, and ultimately it does. So to one mind that thinks it has uh, a, an individual life, it needs to be applied to that. To one mind that thinks it has a child, it needs to be applied to that. While one mind thinks, thinks it needs to eat, it needs to be applied to that. While one mind thinks it is afraid of public speaking, it needs to be applied to that. While one mind is afraid of being sick and what that could mean, and it needs to be applied to that. While one is afraid of what could come in life and what's going to happen financially, it needs to be applied to that. While one mind believes that it is alone and that it will never find true love, it needs to be applied to that. While one believes that it somehow doesn't have the strength to go on, it does need to be applied to that. While one mind believes that it is somehow not worthy of God, not worthy of life, not worthy of being happy, it needs to be applied to that. It needs to be applied to everything. And while, so while it is one thing, this application process seems to have many occurrences and many situations while your mind is dividing up this entirety of this singularity, it then needs to apply the singularity's existence to each and every division. So it may seem like a multitude of things are occurring. However, when you apply the practical application of what is the forgiveness process of remembering God, and truly devoting every moment and every experience and every belief to God, you are quite literally choosing to make your life completely and solely focused on God. This is intense. This is very intense because it, it's no little thing. You think you can go about doing your life 
and you will attempt to do this, you will succeed in doing this, and then you'll remember that you wanted to awaken to God again, and you'll realize, oh, I need to apply this to my work. I need to apply this to my success or failing. I need to apply this to my process of thinking. I need to apply this to my transit. I need to apply this to my friends. I need to apply this to my coworkers. I need to apply this to all the seeming variables and variations of the entirety of the totality of the universe. And yet, while I am here, while I am in this moment, I can only choose what I can comprehend. I can only choose what I am thinking of. Often when I reference thinking, I think of objects, I think of people, I think of places, I think of circumstances and situations. And while these are all noble and beautiful thoughts in which it is necessary to apply, when you realize that application everywhere, you do realize the state in which is everywhere. You do realize that oneness that is in all moments, that is in all situations, that is in all circumstances, that regardless if someone is healthy or sick, regardless if someone is happy or sad, regardless if it's right or wrong, regardless of it being here or there, the presence of the knowledge of what is Christ in you does not determine any of these things longer. For in the determination, it then has chosen to forget itself again. In its determination, if something is here or there, good or bad, right or wrong, sick or healthy, it has surrendered the knowledge of itself simply so that it can instead judge and determine a brother and their reality. It is not about their reality, for they are not what you are. What you are is the knowledge of what is Christ. And while they are that as well, you are not concerned with it if you are coming to it. For the referencing to a body and saying they is simply a denial of that same existence of what is, if they had, is what you are. So you can't be in a world of separation and in a world of unity at the same moment. You can't actually be in the experience of what is the true joining of God and join. <laughs> <laughs> You're just talking up a storm, aren't you, bud? <laughs> Hello. Is that golden guy or golden gay? I, you know, I <laughs> either way, it's golden. Hunter, hello. Yes, Lynn, hello. 
and doves. Hello. I'm, you know, English is not my first language. However, it is my first body language. <laughs> my body's first language is not my first language. <laughs> You're getting so big, Atreyu. How do you like this world so far? Is it kind of exciting? All these new ways of doing stuff and playing with things, huh? I swear sometimes he's like, I'm a real boy. I'm a real boy. As he's touching himself. <laughs> yeah, you made it. You made it. I saw another kid the other day taking hair, taking a piece of hair off his plate. And I'm like, and he throws it on the ground. And I'm thinking, whoa, this is weird. Because Atreyu absolutely loves hair. That if he finds a hair, even on the ground or in the carpet or anything, it's in his mouth. He's like, oh, I gotta floss my teeth with it. I gotta just taste it. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I'm craving a hair right now. <laughs> I really enjoy my... Uh, my uh, recording on Sunday with Awakening Together. It's at 11.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's 8.30 Mountain Standard Time. And uh, it's attempts to completely stay in the complete awareness of truth. And it is really intense. For me, it is very intense. And it's speaking to me, of course. It's my lesson, always, and I just very much enjoy it. I went to a Toastmasters meeting last night. And I, I was voted uh, best uh, table topics. Which <laughs> they give you a subject and then your ability to publicly speak, I suppose. Uh, I've had a lot of practice with this podcasting. And yet, the nervousness I have isn't so much publicly speaking. It's uh, more how everyone's reaction is to my only subject <laughs> that I'm in a, a Mormon world over here in Utah and uh, it's a very closed-minded religion and they deliberately teach you to be closed-minded I know this because I was raised Mormon uh, for you know because those that don't actually experience the spirit world uh, project 
ideas of evil onto it. And so they think there's this thing called the devil and, and Lucifer and temptations are... And so they don't want to hear all these things. Uh, I am 45 minutes south of Salt, downtown Salt Lake. Uh, I'm in Family City, USA, Orem, Utah. And, um, yeah, what was I getting at? So my nervousness is really how to, to state things in a way that don't induce immediate reactions of offense. But not hesitating, really, to be willing to say such things and, uh, and all that, so... Oh, yeah, your husband was raised here. That's awesome. Yeah, the Bible Belt. Mm. I have been to South Carolina and, and uh, on my travels. I'm trying to think what was it. I th it was either north or south that I just... Uh, mm. Okay, not on the screen, but... Oh, can we? Oh, uh, you know, it's it's apple tree area. <coughs> I grow babies. That's what we grow here. Babies. Babies, babies everywhere. Hmm. I like this. It can be casual sometimes, you know? We don't always have to be transcendent, do we? No. <laughs> but I do often, uh, especially on my travels and everything, feel trapped. Uh, and this trapped is more uh, different circumstances and different situations. And this trapped... Uh, uh, in in some way, it's like the ability to speak is what I'm referring to. Uh, I was very shy as a kid. I was very, you know, don't talk. Uh, not not don't speak if you're spoken until you're spoken to or anything like that. But uh, um, I, I just didn't know what to say, and it wasn't until I got into theater in high school that I started breaking out, you know. I, I started breaking out of that shell. You know. Okay, so I was on that subject. We can come that back to that. And you brought up babies as, are said to be God's way of showing that life should go on. And how I do agree, and I do admit that there is absolutely no other reason for the body except for the healing of God's Son. Uh, the body's purpose for existing is procreation, absolutely, that there is nothing else to it. It's not here to do anything or be anything else but that if it has any purpose. However, the healing of God's Son in which the world is for is the use of all of all of that in a very distinct fashion. Uh, so it's funny that uh, it the population as we see it now is actually choosing 
not to have children and even those heterosexual and and how apparently uh, a lot of millennials are choosing not to have children and that the they can see that the population or something, they, people think that we're overpopulating the earth, and I, I can understand that, but we also need to start getting off of this planet. Uh, however, uh, God's way of also population control is, is in a lot of different fashions of si- simply inspiring people to not have children and or be homosexual that you or some other sexuality that, you know, doesn't lead to procreation. Uh, it just naturally seems to be happening that there is, like, a, an occurrence of slowing down. Uh, and yet it, it's not slowing down at the same time, because, there, I mean, <laughs> to multiply and multiply, uh, and then the multiplications have their multiplications, and, you know, it, it's intense. Uh, and it is, 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 it brings me back to that, that scripture reference of the meek will inherit the earth. And it, it really is, is that even while there seems to be this 1%, as people call it, that, that are, okay, Atreya, that are like restricting our money or whatever, and the highest money and whatever. I don't, I don't really care. But, okay. This this one percent, while they will keep it in their family as much as possible and, and try and direct where it's going to go, they don't have much family. Come here, come here. I think we're going to go on a break. If I could catch that before I got to, <laughs> oh, the you know, it, it, so I I like being Devin as well. You know, I I really don't have a problem with Devin or Treyu or Treyu. I don't I don't see Devin as an enemy. However, I mean I I know. I don't. Well, he doesn't. Me, Devin. Oh, jeez, I'm getting this weird thing going on. <laughs> uh, I I don't enjoy being in pain. Of course, I don't enjoy uh, being afraid. No, I don't enjoy feeling guilty. 
Uh, I don't enjoy being ashamed, feeling ashamed. Oh, poor bud. Did you hit yourself in the face? Don't bite me. Oh. No, I, I don't f enjoy being angry. I really don't enjoy lying. I do not enjoy being suspicious at all. I do not enjoy being attached and obsessed. Uh, and, and so, you know, this is what's led me on this spiritual journey. Uh, just the recognition that this, you know, that I do want to be happy, you know. I, I do want to feel that I can trust in the universe. I, I do want to feel that, uh, you know, I do want to feel pleasured by life and enjoy life. I do want to feel empowered in myself that I am believing in myself that I can do anything. I do want to feel loved and I want to feel love for everyone. I do want the, these things. And I do want to, uh, <laughs> I do want to know the truth. I do want to speak the truth. I want to not only speak the truth about what occurs with bodies and in my life, but really speak the truth as in what what is that of God and and I I want to feel transcendent I I do want to have abilities of transcendence I want I do desire limitlessness I do and I I do desire and I really want to uh, you know feel liberated from the universe from the world I do want to feel liberated from from all of these things really the, the not only the negative things but I want to feel liberated if I could of all the positive things too just completely free of everything and uh, you know it we have our definitions and understandings of it all and yet you know this is what yearns in me this is something that yearns in me as if the calling is there the calling is in me and and you know i'm sure it's in you i am almost positive it's in you especially if you're on this program or especially if you're hearing it and you know, on this uh, acm gather or, or even my podcast or whatever this this calling this yearning that we have for the 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 transcendent world is a calling from God not only to know us but for him for us to know him for us to know it uh, for us to know her and I I do feel this call and I accept this call and as I was saying earlier that it might not look the same for everyone. I mean, you might be called to go join communities and and everything, and and they might have a hierarchy of some guru or of some sort or teacher or teacher of teachers, and, and this is noble and acceptable. And yeah, you might be called to do it in your own specific way. Maybe it is starting a business. Maybe it is uh, starting 
you know, some radio program or podcasting. Maybe it is, you know, getting into energetic healing and everything. You know, if we were all the same, this would be easy. And we didn't want to make this easy. I mean, we would see that we're all the same one Christ naturally. We wanted to give us our opportunities to get lost so that we could experience getting found. Oh, what's the matter, bud? We wanted to give ourselves reasons to, to misunderstand God, to misunderstand ourselves and to not experience ourselves so that we can learn and grow into the experience of knowing ourselves. We wanted to learn about our Christ so that we, so then we gave ourselves an, the ability to forget of Christ and to not know of Christ. And while learning is not possible in our reality, we made it possible that to the only way to expand on the universe, we had to develop a way to literally, <laughs> I mean, what do you give someone that has everything, which is God and the Son of God have literally anything and everything they have ever wanted. This world is the process of giving that Son of God the opportunity to not have that. And the only thing you can receive from that is a journey. And this journey, which life is about, life is about the journey. For you already have the destination in reality. You came from the destination in reality. And so life is the journey from having nothing and knowing nothing and going all the way back to everything again. And it is just miraculous if you really look at it that you have this course of miracles in your life for that very specific purpose, for that very same reason that you are ready to realize the destination in which you came from of this journey of your life and yet it is as it says it's not the end this is the beginning and this is simply just a way of opening up to as if it's uh, one of those obstacle courses and, and and there's a different obstacle coming up in life and this is the the Course in Miracles obstacle of realizing who you are, the destination in which you have come from in this journey of life. Okay, bud. What do you, you just had a baba, so what do you want? You want some cereal? You want daddy off the radio? <laughs> okay, okay. Whoa. feeling. Maybe love is just the decision not to judge. Oh, it's more than that. <laughs> oh. Okay, but let's pray. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you. 
Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for my life. Thank you for this world. I feel your love for me. Thank you. I accept your love for me. Thank you. Thank you, God. Oh, I admit that I am obsessed with this world and I choose you now. I choose you here and in this place. Is there more to say of it? Mm. Fill me with your spirit. If you want me to be happy, so be it. Bring happiness through me. If you want me to be in pain and suffering, then so be it. I will do and go wherever you want me to go. I accept your will in my life, and you tell me that is happiness. Therefore, Grant me happiness. Make me happy today, here, in this moment. Thank you, God. Thank you for being here. You have been tuning in <laughs> Thank to you this spiritual us. lunch hour. <laughs> With me, your host, Reverend Devin Devine. If you'd like more information about me and what I can do for you, please visit openandclear.com That's O-P-E-N A-N-D C-L-E-A-R dot com Stay tuned to ACIM Gather for additional teachers, students, and those who love A Course in Miracles.